0: You are listening to. Talk about
1: the Have you already done your vocal warm ups? Oh,
0: I did. Actually, yeah. before you came in, I was doing. Hunt Hunter. Hunt Hunter. I was like, fa la 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 la. la. Do you do any special ones? Just the hunter. content. Content. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Um, first thing, as you can see, there are children in the house. Can't see that. You hear it though. Yeah. That's true. <clears throat> um, so we've never done this before. It was like a weird time between. Yeah, this is a weird time. It's a weird time. So we usually do it really late. Uh-huh. Or like maybe on a Sunday afternoon. Okay. But it's just, I didn't want to cancel on you. And so Danny's like, you know what?
1: I appreciate that.
0: We're just going to hang out with the kids. I probably,
1: I'm, yeah.
0: In the bedroom, watch a movie. Aww.
1: That's so, so sweet. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll explode and they'll run out in the middle of it. And none of this will be arable. Maybe we'll just have fun. I don't know. Yeah. Mm.
1: It might not be arable, anyways. <laughs> yeah. True. Very true.
0: I mean, that happens all the time. We will record episodes and we listen to them. We're like, this wasn't a thing. Was this a Charles Shaw this is a Shaw that I got from Trader Joe's for three ninety nine. It's pretty good, right? It's pretty good for three ninety nine. It's not too bad. So, Jeff, you've never been to this apartment.
1: No, well, I've been to this building. You've been to this building when I used to live in this apartment. Yeah, and yeah. then you left because you thought you were fancy. Well, I thought I was really fancy, and, then we pulled and I you thought back
0: in. I, yeah, I thought I was rich, and I was like, we should get a house. And then after a few months, I was like, I can't afford this house. What was I thinking? You know how they get you. It wasn't the rent. Rent was a couple hundred dollars more, nothing. the crazy, The crazy utilities on a large house. Oh. It was like maybe the insulation was like wax paper, but sure. I mean, I was paying like 400 a month just
1: in like electricity. You try just maybe just put on a sweater next time?
0: <laughs> I should have put on a sweater. But with infants and Danny, Danny's one of those uh, women who is just constantly cold. Right. Freezing when it, you know, this is like a fireplace. She blasts it constantly. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know about you. Are you warm-blooded, cold-blooded? uh warm-blooded. Warm-blooded. Yeah. Good. Good, good. Cuz yeah. That makes sense. But anyway, yeah, so we came back to the uh, apartment and I'm never leaving again till I die. Awesome, dude.
1: I just love it here. It's great. It's good when you've got that stuff figured out, you know.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Where do you guys live? I've never I've still never been invited to your house, so I wouldn't know.
1: Yeah. Uh we don't want you there. We live in West Asheville.
0: Okay, cool. And what's it uh it's a house, apartment?
1: It's a house. It's a oh, freestanding nice. house. It's it's, free- it's, it's it's small. It's nice.
0: Nice little quaint house.
1: Yeah. I'll give
0: you a grand tour after the uh, super arable podcast. I love that' is done. Um. But yeah. What'd you, what, what's What's going on? I mean, what's What's new with you? It's the new year. Uh, you're, I guess, yeah. you're working today. What's, oh, what's, I was
1: working today. I listened to the, uh, the episode of the the hot new app.
0: Oh shit! This is dropped in, today. This is interesting. Reviewing a hot new app on the, little, on the possible next app.
1: It's a little masturbatory. <laughs> yeah, but little masturbatory. the episode that I listened to today was. <laughs> Was a little masturbatory. Yeah, it is. So.
0: Yeah, it's very masturbatory. It's just uh it's kind of a um I would say masturbatory is a good way to put it just because we were visited by V. Onanistic, if you will. I will. I definitely will. Um Yeah, what'd you think? Joe? you don't have to go into it because people probably, you know, all well, over here's the, what I all over the world are listening to it right now, so I don't want you to blow any I don't want
1: them. Oh, you're saying you don't want me to spoil it, or you don't want me to uh, retread it.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, either one, they're fine. Not in. Here's what fine.
1: I. Here's my takeaway. Okay. You were gonna do. You promised, kind of a Chekhov's promise Ooh. in the first act, that you were gonna uh, go into what you think, what your theme is, what your hopes for the new year are. <laughs> we never did, and then you never Damn. did. Damn.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is tough. Sometimes, you and know, I,
1: that's a conversation I've been having with a lot of people recently. Well, I'm glad you I was brought real. That. So I was real excited to hear what yours was. And then I, well,
0: the cool thing is, got is blue the, balls. the reason I cut that out of the show, we talked about it. Mm. I cut it and I'll tell you why I thought Please. I was thinking ahead and I thought if I'm going to have one of my best buddies, a uh, young up uh-huh. comedian, yeah. Potter, uh, no longer a Potter influencer hold sold my wheel, <laughs> hold the phone. Okay. Hold the phone. Influencer, We're, we're going to get yes. into that. Influencer.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. If
0: I'm going to have him on this podcast, which, frankly, I think will take this podcast to new levels uh-huh. of, of kind of notoriety, I right. um, then I was like, I want to talk to him about this. And if he listens to it before he comes, I got to cut this out. And I so I cut it. Thank you. So we could talk about it. Thank you for doing that. Plus Dave and Tim's things that they wanted It just turned into more dick and fart jokes. Yeah, was that, said. There
1: was a lot of dick and fart jokes. That
0: was actually... I was weird. like, is this a nonprofit? <laughs> no We talked about that. And we said, where does it say? Who's to say <laughs> that because you're a nonprofit, there's some kind of like... Um, the I investors, know. bud. No, because we have none. We don't have any money. So, theoretic- <laughs> oh, so theoretically... <laughs> Who's to say that because you have this nonprofit, there's somehow this like very, uh, you know, shiny, squeaky clean morality that needs to come with it.
1: Or at least not putting things in people's buttholes.
0: Right. But if it was a wedding ring,
1: (laughs) then you have this
0: love thing going on. Yeah, I don't know. We're still playing with the format. You know, (sighs) Cause I, we love, I love talking to authors, but I also just love shooting the shit with the people that work on talking book or friends of talking book. And we talked about this last time. So I'm not going to beat the dead horse again, but those are always the most popular episodes and That's they're just it sounds like. fun to do. And so it's like, you know, literally when we were listening to that episode, maybe it'll happen this time. We are like, can we, and you're kind can of, we hear this?
1: You're like, um, Mexican listener.
0: He's Yeah. But he loves it. I gave him so many <laughs> is shout that a real outs. Person? No. <laughs> okay. But there is one listener in Mexico. Cool. There could be two now. Cool. Could be zero after that episode. Yeah. I don't know. I was like,
1: damn. it's going for it. What, well, with the border wall? Let's just... Like, <laughs> Let's, come you on. Know what? Well, Let's get... Both. Slow down.
0: Pump the brakes here, <laughs> Jeff. Let's not get too political. Our inappropriate content has no rationale or uh, rhyme or reason, mm. but... I mean, okay, if you want to know the truth, I made the joke because of the border Because wall. you're a
1: pro, because you're like...
0: <laughs> right, we're pro. Yeah. We're pro, absolute pros. <laughs> Total pros, my friend. But, um, oh, sweet, there's my son, Max um i'm sure they'll come out soon and sabotage the whole thing but um yes okay you you said a second ago though that you sold your you're no sold longer my pottery wheel but what do you mean you still work for east fork pottery though oh, just to yeah. catch people up uh jeff here among many things works for a company uh, owned by our friends east fork pottery check them out east fork pottery.com they're actually one of our sponsors now yep um hit enter the promo code jeff's not a potter anymore for one free coffee mug uh, at the website but what, what yep. happened you sold your
1: your wheel I sold my own my own personal wheel. Gotcha. And the, and all I do at East Fork is operate a hydraulic press. So
0: tell for the people at home, I know exactly what that means. Yeah. But for the people at home, tell them what is that?
1: Like, you know like the YouTube videos that's like watch a battery get crushed. Hell yeah. Or a deck of cards. You know like crushing video, you know like <laughs> crushing porn. You mean like a guy who's
0: like <laughs> I'm going to slice all these watermelons with my katana sword. Like
1: that, but it's like a machine. Okay. And it just puts an incredible amount of pressure, downward pressure on a surface.
0: You said they hired you originally because you could do that with your bare hands. With my bare hands, but yeah. But then you just, there was, you and the machine raced and he won by a very small yep. margin.
1: just like John Henry.
0: Right, that's that, was the, that was what I was thinking, yeah. Uh-huh. So you're just pressing, so the pottery that sucks, you put it in the hydraulic press and they crush it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, so Very I'm sense. basically a garbage person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does the hydraulic press do for the pottery, though?
1: It makes the pots. Gotcha. <clears throat> we put little molds. The molds. We put molds in between the press and the surface, and then you put clay in between the molds, and it squishes them down.
0: Huh, okay. How long have you been doing that now? Like a year. And so you're saying that prior to this position in the factory running the hydraulic press, you want to possibly be a potter potter and now you're you're not like shit. fuck it i'm like fuck it is the romance gone or what is it why'd you decide not to you're just a young buck who changed his mind or what what's
1: the yeah i just i didn't love it sure i held the pottery wheel in my hands and i asked myself does this bring me joy right and the answer was no
0: that's important actually you know danny and i were watching a show with a japanese woman who comes over and helps people with their homes last night yeah And that's about, it's about that book, right? Yeah. And so you threw it away because it didn't bring you joy. Exactly. Was there a Japanese woman there? Yeah. Cool. Huh. Okay. Were you still like working at East Fork? They're listening.
1: Yeah, I do. Oh, good. I love it. Why
0: are you shaking your head? No, though. (laughs) Huh. That's
1: weird. No, that's cool. No, it's good. It's a wonderful place filled with wonderful people.
0: (laughs) That is cool. Yeah. Go to eastforkpottery.com to redeem one free coffee mug. Um. Yeah, that's good. So how's uh, how's the um, how's the fam? I know you are married to a beautiful woman, and you have a beautiful daughter. Yeah, they're doing well. Uh, what's your daughter's name again? Jean. Jean, Billy Jean, right? Yep. Her, her middle name's Jean. First name's Jean. Okay. What's this, what's the middle? Grace. Jean Grace. Jean Grey from the X Men. Yeah. Is that intentional? <laughs> No <laughs> You know what's funny about that And um, I'm not trying to explain how funny I am But I, the second bad joke I was going to make Was Jean Grey Like from the X-Men, very close That Jean- was
1: the joke you made
0: No, but I mean prior to you telling me her middle name was Grace oh. I was going to go there already Cool. I'm, I'm pretty cool
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jean's doing really well
0: How old is sweet Jean now? She's
1: almost one year Oh my god Oh, I'm
0: figuring out now. Here's the theme for this episode. Before I was like, "What are me and Jeff going to talk about?" Blood of Christ, two dads, dad talk, and the blood of Christ, and the blood of Christ. We're going to go. Uh, the thrill is gone from being a Potter to you love East Fork.
1: To it's not that the thrill is gone
0: <laughs> <laughs> to dadship to the blood of Christ.
1: When I married my wife, uh-huh. I took on a great deal of her debt. <laughs> sure, of course, I'm the same. And uh, we were like, you know, we're just going to work to try to pay off this debt for five years. We got a plan. We're going to pay it off.
0: Wait, is this part? Okay. So now we're looping into the new year's plan kind of, or this is actually a long term. This is
1: more about me saying goodbye to pottery. Okay. For, uh, in my future. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and in that time, we're just going to work whatever jobs we can get, pay off, pay the bills, not worry about our careers. Just try to get debt free. Right. We're going to work for money, not for, you know, love.
0: Get that money.
1: Right, and at the end of the five years, hopefully we'll have some idea of what we want to do for love. Sure. And I thought that maybe it was like pottery or visual art. I was Uh like, I think I just want to uh, do improv and stand-up.
0: Well, when I first met you, Jeff, and you know this, you already know how we met, but for the people (laughs) Mm -hmm. listening... uh, we met at a bar where we both worked and at that time you were still doing a lot of illustration yeah cartooning even or that was maybe
1: later but you were drawing a lot yeah i still do and i still do some of that and i still like that
0: you're just kind of a creative guy with many talents a renaissance man if you will
1: yeah but I've, i've decided that just the like practice of making visual art is so like isolating for me it's mm-hmm. like i pretty much can only do it on my own right and i am so much of an extrovert that it was like i don't i like the product of this but i don't like the process
0: let's talk about that so you know that this is besides just being a podcast where we uh, dumb dudes laugh at their own bro-ish jokes uh-huh. um you know we obviously make books record books with authors and yeah. publishers so that ties into you know i before i started this thing you know i write i wrote and i still write yeah um and because I'm such an extrovert, I've always required a little bit of a balance, like solitude, some process of solitude. And so the writing has always helped me balance myself because I'm like you, a gregarious, loudmouth yeah. extrovert. That sounds healthy. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just curious if that's that if that was the opposite of your experience, if it, it just didn't help at all. Or-
1: yeah. I think for me it's like that probably would be good if I could have some sort of like solitary practice, but it would, I just would be beating myself up for never sitting down and drawing
0: that classic pressure of like, Oh, I didn't do anything today.
1: Right. Yeah. Whereas I would just like very easily hang out with my improv friends and like do that Mm -hmm. and like do shows or practices. And that never felt like a pain You know, or when it did, it was not.
0: Right. What about the process of writing bits? That must be. Yeah. Do you write bits? You got some bits?
1: I got some bits. (laughs) Good. So that's new. I've just started stand up in the past few months and only like been going pretty regularly, like three times a week in the past like month.
0: But you've done improv.
1: But I've been doing improv for like seven years. Improv, there's no writing, you know. It's sure, all, sure, sure, sure. So you the don't write a lot
0: point. before improv. You, you don't, don't write.
1: write. at all. That makes you shouldn't sense. If yeah. you, you're you cheating if you do.
0: Yeah. Have you ever cheated? Have you ever been like, oh, Green Leaf, That then you actually are playing at a bit. You've pre-planned. Like no. Some, I'm sure organically that must happen
1: sometimes. Well, maybe. But you're always pl- in a scene with somebody else. So unless they're also, right. unless you write it with them. Unless
0: there's collusion.
1: Right. Which that is just, that's called sketch comedy. Sure. And that's fun, but that's, I've never done that. Yeah. And I think that's really hard to do well. Cause that's like SNL. Right. And that is tough. And that sucks now. <laughs> right. That no, sucks now. Nobody likes watching SNL.
0: I will say, you know, there were years where I hated SNL. And then recently, maybe it's a comfort thing. Maybe oh, it's a nostalgia it. thing, but it's like, it's nice on like a Sunday evening and the kids are in bed and we like crack a bottle of Charles Shaw 399 Trader Joe's, Ooh. also one of our sponsors, and watch like the new episode of SNL, not because it's hysterical, but it's like this cultural heartbeat thing. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like reading the dumbass internet, you know, and being right. like, here are the current topics. Yeah. Or yeah, something that makes sense. like that. Being, I don't know. It's comforting somehow.
1: Yeah. I guess I think that I've, it's, I've really rarely seen that mix of, preparation and spontaneity sure work well like i feel like why improv works for me is that the expectations are so low sure <laughs> like that makes sense. they're like holy shit these people like didn't don't know what's about to happen and they right. actually did something kind of funny
0: like if you went to sketch comedy and then it was like improv you'd be like what the fuck yeah, yeah i see what you mean yeah, yeah gotcha.
1: and then on the other end of that spectrum is stand-up where you it's almost like a musical act where you've refined this same mm-hmm. 15 5 or hour like 5 minutes or 20 minutes like over and over and over until you have it down like word for word.
0: You know, there's a lot of crossover here. Writing, the writing of bits. Obviously, we don't need to go into just making making art, but the writing of bits and then this kind of like, you know, oratory, you know what I mean, you're you're in front of a microphone You're reading it aloud. There's some crossover to kind of what talking book does in terms of the stand-up, especially. You know, there's a lot of in spoken word non-music albums. You know, like audio books and stand-up albums are are you know
1: kind of in a similar vein. Yeah, I was thinking about that, like with kind of comedic writers, like someone like David Sedaris or something, Mm -hmm. like the. The benefit of stand up is that you get to see what works. Right. And, like, I'll write something and I'll think it's pretty good, and then I'll try it, and it's just no laughs whatsoever. like, sure. oh, okay, that was not what I thought it was. That but if sense. you're like a writer, it's like you write it, and then I guess you can get feedback like from friends or something, but like, it seems like you basically present it to a bunch of people and it's art. You can't change it. Yeah. You know?
0: I mean the two ways. So on the one side, this isn't as um, objective kind of, of a, of a, a test subject obviously right. cause it's biased. But when we, when I talk to a lot of writers and we talk about narrating w- works of literature or writing or whatever, and there's this thing about, you know, I could write two pages of something. I'm like, damn, that's pretty sick. And then like the next day I'll read it aloud to myself and I'm like, this sucks. So there, there's definitely something in that like delivery, you know, out loud delivery. And then on the second side um, of that, it's kind of, uh, I guess the only, the only other way that maybe there'd be some kind of crossover would I write something and I think it's good. I send it to like five of my friends who are more legit writers than I am. And they're like, this is cool, but you know what I mean? You kind of get that feedback, but there's nothing like that live feedback where there's, if there's no fucking laughs, no one's lying. They're not pretending it's not funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Or like, I feel like, like listening to interviews with like George Saunders or something, Mm -hmm. he talks about being able to read through his stories and like sense where the like energy is and then edit around that and stuff. And that seems like when you're doing stand-up, that's what you're doing. You're like, you know, you have this five minutes and, you know, three of the minutes are new. And then for, and they'll, and like the audience will tell you exactly where the energy is and you tweak little things to like make that more intense and get rid of the things that like aren't there. And it just seems like when you're doing all that basically by yourself or with like one or two other people giving you feedback it just seems like a huge disadvantage sure it's but, a massive one yeah but maybe but i mean i guess the like goals are different or something Well, the goals
0: are different but also the experience let's say if i go to because i've done this before i go to i go somewhere to read a short story i wrote recently and i'm like i want to work on the material oh, okay it's kind of a similar process some people maybe do it i've done it once or twice and i'm like you know what after like, i read are you that, talking
1: about like a bookstore or is the, or is this like like, an, like a writer's workshop
0: maybe situation <clears throat> It could be either, but the one I'm thinking of specifically was maybe there's a bar and there's an open mic with writers who oh. they know each other and they're going to like do some readings and shit. And you're like, I'm going to read this and see if it is good. Like, I don't know if it's good. You know what I mean? Or you gotcha. just want to work through it. Yeah.
1: I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: It's it, it's a thing for some people, I think, but um, I don't ever really do it anymore, but um, it kind of reminds me of that same idea. The only difference is like, I feel like the crowd at a reading like the reactions are so much less uh, authentic because there's this whole idea of this like masochistic self, uh, stand-up comic sure. where people are like you suck or they're just not laughing or whatever and it's like it's acceptable. If someone's reading trash who's a writer, quote unquote. Nobody's gonna be like this sucks. They're just gonna be like great man that was great. Yeah. You know they just will lie. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've I've that's something that I really love about doing stand-up and I am like not good at it. And I, like, know when I'm not good at it, especially. And, like, that's a huge difference between performing improv because, yeah, like I said, the bar is just, like, so much lower. And also, yeah, people are just, for whatever reason, more inclined to lie about it. Whereas, yeah, for whatever reason, like, stand-up is just people are okay with being totally honest Or, or, like antagonistic Yeah, it's almost like the,
0: the 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 antagonist or honest brutal brutally honest crowd is part of the performance
1: right right and so that when you are actually able to turn that around like you start in the red and when you're actually like able to make that turn that into a positive experience and even more so like do really well and make people crack up like it's such it's such a good feeling and I've like barely Tasted that a few times, huh?
0: Well, yeah, that must feel good as hell, though, right? Yeah, it and must... it's
1: it's like way better than improv <laughs> as far right. as like the feeling that you get. Mm-hmm. Like improv is like fun in like a theatery way. It's like
0: theater kids having great time. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're like
1: making something with your friend and you're pretending and using your imagination. And you, you like, get a
0: similar high, but not the same kind of like uh, I just climbed Mount Ever- Everest. Yeah, the victory feeling, maybe. Yeah,
1: and it's like it's shared more with improv and with stand-up it's just you it's like all the credit and all the blame is just on you and yeah it feels like more intense and maybe that's just because i'm coming to it later so i feel more comfortable with improv and much less comfortable with stand-up sure but you think uh you think doing stand
0: i mean this is probably a no brainer. you think doing stand-up is helping your improv and doing improv all those years probably makes you a more confident stand-up comedian in your infancy i think
1: a little bit but not that
0: much. It just still freaks you the fuck
1: out. Yeah, I like listen cuz I record myself sometimes and I'll listen to the recordings or like show them to Rebecca and she'll just she'll just be like you sound so scared. <laughs> and I feel so scared. You know it'd like, be
0: really funny and I don't know if you want to do this cuz I haven't actually heard your material but it, you know how like we'll record uh, I'll I'll talk to an author that mm-hmm. we've worked with and then the show ends with playing an excerpt <laughs> yeah. from their book. It'd, it'd be funny if, like, we play an excerpt from one of your,
1: even if it's stand up, even
0: if it's a bomb. It'd be funny. Like, yeah, I think that would be funny. I
1: feel like maybe in like. Three years—that okay. would be a good idea. <laughs> okay, it
0: was just—it uh, would—it would, it would just—it uh, would ruin you.
1: People would never. It, it would you. just be bad. It would just be <laughs> boring to, <laughs> to Can you? Uh, can you give us
0: one bit since we're here? Yeah. Well, I'll, t- I'll Wait, tell. Wait, do you want a-, a little more wine before yeah. the bit? Here, take some wine. I'm not gonna do a bit.
1: Straight
0: up. Not a straight up but You're gonna explain a bit.
1: But I was working. I did a new, uh, bit for the first time last night at the auditorium. All you uh, actual folks listening, you're inter- you, you interested. In, normally, most
0: most of our listeners, if you look at the metrics, you're looking at you're looking at a good fifty percent of listeners are probably in the North
1: Carolina area. So, Auditorium shout out! Yeah, Auditorium, that's the best open mic in Asheville. That's the best sure. open
0: mic. Yeah. All right, all you young comics, you heard it first from Jeff Lynch. Tuesday nights at
1: the Auditorium. Uh, so I did a bit last night about um, yoga. And I was, I was,
0: all right, this is a good sign. I already started laughing like because <laughs> okay. you just said it was about, yeah, I was that's talking
1: funny. to a, a co-worker today about the experience of it. And so the bit, it, or the, the idea of the bit is that I was raised very religious and I have distinct memories of hearing about yoga through a church lady as it being satanic. Sure and that i didn't know what yoga was i'd never heard of it before that and uh i'm pretty sure she also had never been like (laughs) experienced it but i was just like okay i guess yoga satanic and then i forgot about yoga for six years and now i do yoga occasionally sure and i just was thinking about that in a yoga class that i was in like oh yeah, I used to think that this was satanic. And it's like, it's not that it's like so spiritually good. It's just so spiritually neutral. Right. Like it's just the most like, it's just not even... mon- It's like, first of all, it's just stretching. <laughs> it's <laughs> You're just actually, literally that's, just that's stretching. Like saying jogging is satanic. Yeah. yeah. And then if there is any sort of like spiritual flavor, it's just the most like, everyone can agree with this kind of like breathe out. The negative, breathe in the positive, right. and then I was just like, "What?" So the bit is what that church lady th- thought yoga would be like. What would a like real satanic yoga so <laughs> look then you, you, like?
0: You broke down what that would be. So like I like, like do an
1: impersonation of a yoga instructor, but instead of saying things like, you know, melt into your sits bones, and you know, breathe in the good, you know, I say things like take the, the infant in front of you and skin it and carefully separate the fat out and render that down and drink it and, you know, pour, pour out, pour its blood out in this (laughs) altar to bath, bath and uh, urinate on it. Yeah. That's sort of, so that's uh, awesome. That sounds uh, like a,
0: that's like a very metal yoga class. I like that. Well, yeah,
1: but so, but it's just, yeah. So then I was explaining this bit to a coworker and they were like, Actually, um,
0: Wait, to, at, at East Fork, at East York, 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 and they were like,
1: "Did you know that Satanists are basically like really good people, and they just, they just like believe that uh, Christianity has a lot of problems with it, and that Satan was just reacting against God's rules, and they just believe." And it's just like, "You're like, no, it's just a joke. It's I, not." <laughs> th- thank you for enlightening me about Satanists, but shut the fuck up. Uh,
0: I'm just like scrolling through employees of East Fork now, trying to guess who that would be. Yeah, you North don't North. know him. Okay, gotcha. That's no, that sounds funny. I mean, I can't wait till your stand up uh routine and your your um your level of confidence is at such a level that maybe Dave and I with some mics can come and mic it properly sure. and you know, do it up. You know?
1: Yeah, people do like record them to send to
0: I'm sure places. Is there anybody and get- now I nobody We'll listen to this from the auditorium. I, I stopped sending them our newsletter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, is there anybody there who's legitimately like, this is a great comic, mm-hmm. or is it mostly just like people, young people like yourself trying to work it out and it's kind of funny? and
1: Yeah. There is one guy who's always really, really funny. Kills. Mm-hmm. Damn. And there's a few people who are very good.
0: Wow. Okay. Shit. I've always, it's, it's always been a... Uh, I don't think that I'm funny enough to be a stand-up comic, but or r- rather I would never try improv. Um, it's not my thing, but I do like writing and I do like trying and sometimes mostly failing to be funny. Sure. So if you like being funny and you like writing, then you should try that at least, yeah. even if you, f- you fail miserably.
1: right? Sure. Yeah. Because
0: the writing part has to be a big part of it. Right. I mean, yeah. God, I think so. It's gotta be. Yeah. I was talking to my uh, good friend, Bud Smith, who is one of our like, Guardian Angels, first book we ever recorded. Um,
1: Zach he, gave me one of his books. Oh, cool! I didn't read it.
0: Yeah, you know, you well, one day you should. He's got a new book coming out called Teenager from Tyrant Books, okay. my favorite publisher of the stars. But, um, but uh, anyway, he was talking. We were talking one time about how when he does readings, he always reads something funny because he's good at reading funny stuff. And so, he and I'm paraphrasing Bud. If you're listening to this, but you know, he was saying that. He wants to eventually wean himself off of just trying to be funny at readings because he feels like it's, you know, it's easy for him to try to be funny. It's like delivering, not shock value, but like, you know, a slightly, uh, he just knows he can get the laughs, which, you know, makes you feel like I'm doing a good job, you know? And then I was thinking about the last time, did you come to the big reading that we had at 43 Fulton, our old house with those authors? You were invited. I
1: did come to one reading at, um, Oh, you went to the Static Age one, yeah, which didn't end age. super well. But the full- <laughs> but there was, I, I, there, it maybe was Bud Smith. Who no, that was the, Sam Pink. Sam Pink, he okay. was hilarious. The, yeah, the, the, the he first was very guy. funny. He's great. We released
0: yeah. his book. He's he's funny as shit. But Bud Smith is similar in that it, it, he's a little bit more like. This, this is just down to earth with the thing that happened to me and I'm talking, I'm writing like I'm talking, I'm talking like I'm writing or whatever. Sure. But he was doing, you know, he did a reading at our house and um, that was the dumbest description of Buttsmith's work. He, it's very dynamic, complex work. I, anyway. Yeah, it really, it sounded really dumb when you but, said that. <laughs> but the, I was thinking about when we talked about that, the line between reading a very funny short story. And doing a stand-up bit where you know a lot of comics are like just telling you stuff that happened to them. Yeah, and it's like you know that line. There's there's a very fine line between yeah, a piece know. of literature and a good bit, right? Because you're, I don't know the the best comics. And and the best people I've ever seen read short stories, I don't actually find a lot different, except mm. maybe in the style of delivery, because you're. You're more so reading something word for word as opposed to paraphrasing. Yeah. There's a little bit more casual delivery, but it's similar in its effect, I feel though
1: like though I think I mean probably diff- there's different styles, but like a lot of people pretty much word for word, like every time they do a bit. Once they like have Oh, gotcha, you. you're right. Yeah. Educate
0: like, me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I mean, I think different people have different styles and some people are more like rambly and improvy on stage. But I think there's a lot of people who are like? I've figured out this cadence and this these this word choice. This
0: look up into the rafters. Yeah, honestly, yeah, no, I think it, it can
1: get that granular. Like, and but part of that is that it sounds like I'm just talking. Sure. So I like mean, the first time you hear somebody's bit, you're like, "Holy shit!" That was like, I can't believe they were just talking, and right. they were so but funny. That's the like the timing was perfect. Yeah. And then you come back the next night and they do it exactly the same, and it's like, "Whoa, that." That's a, that's a cool trick Shit, okay But I don't know how, I mean, I have pretty small I don't have a lot of experience with a wide pool of, like, people that I've seen a lot Right
0: No, but this is cool Maybe this is, like, a new, uh, a new segment on the World Famous Talking Book Podcast Yeah,
1: yeah, you guys need more segments We need segments With, like, intro music I know,
0: we need more intro music, more segments Well, it's kind of like, you know, we have the talking shit, which is, like, the boneheads that just make the books talking to each other about nonsense then technically the one with me and Danny type B parenting us, we've only done one, but we want. Well,
1: no, Okay. So these are just different podcasts that you're doing. Well,
0: I don't mean segments. Sorry. I don't mean that. I mean to say, uh, not
1: spinoffs like, uh, podcasts. Nope. Pod- you have one podcast no, no, feed no, 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 no. and you're doing three podcasts. Well, well them.
0: true. That's true. We have a little bit of an issue with direction, but what I'm saying is that, um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, I'm no, not saying
1: it's an issue. Yeah,
0: totally. But it, it's kind of like, what's what I'm thinking of? Like maybe the Joe Rogan podcast. He's got the regular one, but he's got the MMA one. It's like the same oh, podcast, but it's like different kinds of episodes. Yeah. I don't know what you would call that. It's not segments, of course. Right. We should do a segment where it's like, and now we're going to pick names out of a hat and we're going <laughs> to talk about the, the yeah. food we love or yeah. something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Damn, we need to think of a segment. I mean, you're a funny guy. Maybe help me think of a segment.
1: Okay, well, here's a segment that I want to do. Sure. Uh, On your own
0: podcast? No. Or, or now? Now, right, or in, right now. Oh, right now. Okay. Let's do it. I want to do a segment.
1: Um, This is an annual segment that you do only once a year.
0: Oh, here it is. This and is what I cut.
1: Yeah. Okay. And it's, uh, what's your theme for 2019? Your theme. And what was your theme for 2018? Oh my God. Or it doesn't have to be theme. It can, you know, I don't want, I don't want it to be a resolution. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. Okay. So theme, you mean like my theme of last year was, give me an example.
1: Like, so I have a friend whose theme for 2018 was keep it clean.
0: Okay. Okay. Keep he's it clean. To keep it clean. He's keep trying to shape clean. up,
1: keep everything, keep it clean.
0: Stop doing hard drugs. No more prostitutes. Keep that his house clean. Thing, yeah. Got you. No curse words.
1: Um. Or...
0: Oh, I like that. So the, so the theme is uh, not only a thing you're yeah, doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm but getting. A so this phrase. is my
1: this is my good friend uh, Max Adams. I he love has, Max he Adams. he has kind of a he has kind of a catchphrase every year.
0: He's a funny guy too.
1: He's a funny guy. Very funny. Guy. I I have done improv with him for a long time. Yeah, but, he's great. Yeah. Uh, What's his theme? What was his theme last year? So his year theme for year? 2017 was "Dream Baby Dream," and that was when he was chasing his dreams.
0: What? Okay, I love
1: it. And then his theme for 2018 was "Keep It Clean."
0: Okay. And then what, what is his, I don't know what his theme he
1: he has. I don't know if he's settled down.
0: Fuck. I haven't tried to like push my, my theme. It also has to rhyme. I know. I was going to (laughs) say, I I haven't tried to think about it like to, to, uh, box it into like a catchy piece of copywriting. Right. That could be, you also have to do that. I like that for this segment. That's fun. I would say last year... Because you're kind of a copywriter. I am a copywriter. You yeah. you wrote
1: copy for printers, right?
0: I wrote a lot of copy for printers. Huh. Uh, I did a lot of we copy. worked for Epson? And, every, and Epsilon, which is a great printer company. I, I love their printers. Oh, and everything fuck, I I've ever, every, everything I've ever written as well was I was just copying off somebody. Hmm. So in that way.
1: Okay. That's but I would say what, if
0: I, if I had to make up 2018 copy, uh, Chris Hartram copy.
1: Yeah. Would, you can do it retrospectively. Yeah.
0: Retrospectively. Cause I, I, I mean, I had a theme. I just never thought about it like this, but it would probably be, um, um, uh, don't
1: say hiding stuff in people's butts. I
0: wouldn't say that. Okay. No, that would be more 2014. That would just
1: 15. be like your lifetime. That's that more, like, Yeah. That's more of a
0: lifetime thing. Yeah. yeah. I would say probably like um, a fight to survive. Whoa. Fight to survive. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was fucking intense. You know, I had another child. Um, I changed. I'm not going to go into why uh, exactly, but if there was a lot of challenges and struggles and it was lighthearted cause I, I only am lighthearted. I've never <laughs> okay. been serious in my okay. life.
1: Uh, that sounds difficult. <laughs> it's very
0: difficult. It's, it's almost like it's bordering on like, you know, probably mental illness, uh-huh. but, uh, but yeah, it's like, it was, it was definitely a fight to survive, but it was more so like a lighthearted fight to survive uh-huh. kind of like in, you know, the movie blood sport. No, don't know that movie. We're going to watch that together. But the theme song is, uh, the, 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 the main, is chorus. that a Jean
1: Claude Van Damme it, it movie? Is, okay. I it it might've you, seen you, bits of that.
0: You, you have, you know, I love Jean Claude, but the, the theme music where they're fighting is you fight to survive. So it's kind of this like cheesy. Can I get 80s, that one more time? You fight to survive. Cool. But it's like this cheesy eighties fight to survive where I'm not really feeling dismal, right. but I am fighting to survive. Okay. <laughs> it's a lighthearted fight to okay. survive. So what was yours from last
1: year? Oh, I don't know. I, Okay. Here's mine for this year. Can I tell you mine sure. for 2019? Uh Oh, okay. Here, so in 2018, I was I was setting goals for the first time. Uh huh. Like it wasn't at the beginning of the year, but in the springtime, I sat down and I you wrote. You sat down. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. I just wanted to make sure you were saying. Go ahead. Keep what? going. <laughs> Nothing. Just keep going. I'm trying to picture it. I'm visualizing.
1: I <laughs> sat down and I just wrote wrote what I you know what my ideal life would look like uh-huh. five years from now or oh, so.
0: Shit. What does it look like?
1: Well, I can I can email you the document that I produced. <laughs> oh,
0: wait. There's a real document? Yeah, okay. I did
1: this. I wrote for hours. <laughs> hours. And then I went through and I was like, so what about that little daydream can I pull out for specific goals? Okay. And then there were things like financial stability. Ooh. I should start getting, figuring out how to budget. Yes. So I looked into... You know, budgeting software. <laughs> it's high quality material. You looked it up, okay. I like researched it, okay. Got and I and I found a great budgeting app, and I'm much better at budgeting now.
0: Oh, great! What is the name of the app? You need a budget. Oh shit. Or YNAB. <clears throat> oh, I love it. I use Albert. Just got it. Or, I don't know if you want to try it.
1: I am happy with YNAB. Thank oh, good. You.
0: I'm glad. Okay. I'm not going to push it on you. Keep going.
1: Um, and yeah, so there were like. Six or seven things that I came up with, and I would when I would sit down to like journal or whatever throughout the year, I would always like start by thinking through this list of how am I doing on these six or seven things, and I'd never done that before, and it was super helpful. And I feel like so
0: kind of long uh, a small group of long term goals for the entire year, and you're kind of like you're kind of just making sure that you're always kind of hitting some of these points, right? Or if actions. I'm not hitting
1: them, I'm aware that I'm not hitting them. Gotcha, mm-hmm. and and then. So by the end of it, one of them was like visual art stuff. I want to be like really hammering on that every week, like drawing stuff. So for a while I was like drawing every day. And then I was like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like the product, but.
0: The process was no good. It, the process was cool. no good. You cooled on and the process. And another one
1: was like comedy. I like launched a podcast. Right. And uh, Gold
0: Bones. Everybody check, out, Bones. check yes. out Jeff's podcast, Gold Bones. It's Very an funny.
1: Improvised narrative podcast sometimes it is not fun to listen to (laughs) but my only goal with that was to produce 52 episodes in 52 you're prolific
0: you've made quite a few episodes
1: in a short amount of time yes we do one every week whether or not they're good (laughs) right
0: no i love that
1: and uh so that was 2018 for me it was like what's the what's the copy what's there is i didn't have any
0: you just told me i had to make up copy and you didn't have copy (laughs)
1: Yeah, I have coffee for 2019. <laughs> this is bullshit. 2019 is 20 grind teen.
0: 20 grind teen, okay.
1: I'm just on my grind. I'm doing stand-up. I'm doing the podcast. Gotcha. I'm working a job for money at East Fork, a wonderful company.
0: Wonderful company. What and, gr-
1: and I'm grinding it out at East Fork. I downloaded and have listened to half of The Toyota Way, which is a book about manufacturing.
0: Fuck yeah. So So you're like, like, you're like not only just doing this for a paycheck, but, uh, Connie and Alex Matisse, uh, founders, owners, Jeff is busting his (laughs) ass and taking it to the next level. I'm like,
1: did I ever want to be in manufacturing? No. Am I going to bloom where I'm fucking planted? Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs)
0: Exactly. (laughs) Am I going to do a
1: killer job making this (laughs) manufacturing (laughs) job leaner? Right. And a lean production chain. Right. Just like L- Loyola Toyota would want. Loyola Toyota. That's the founder of Toyota. His name is Loyola?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, you can look that it up. It doesn't sound like you a job like first name. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I didn't, yeah. Yeah, okay, you got me. I, I made that name up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, they're like, oh, man, I love that. Okay. So wait, the grinding.
1: So the grinding is like, yeah. I'm just Grindage. gonna. I these are the things that I've decided. What is it?
0: 2000 grind teen? Is that what you said? Yeah, 20 grind teen. 20 grind teen. Okay, I like that. Hell yeah. yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah, you. you oh, man, this is such a great, uplifting, positive podcast. This is great. You're gonna just start coming on more, and we're gonna do kind of like. Mm. Let's get. Jiu jitsu po- is the let's other thing positive. that I'm going to be grinding out. Yeah. And you're doing so okay. Jiu jitsu, uh, really trying to excel at your job. Comedy. Was there one I missed? Uh, well, the, the comedy is
1: kind of multifaceted. It's stand up, improv, gotcha. Im- live improv, okay. and improv podcast. Would
0: you say that now that is your quote unquote art?
1: No, I wouldn't say that because that sounds dumb.
0: Well, I'll tell you why it's not dumb. I have a certain, not a certain, but I have like a, a kind of maybe like parallel list of things. And so uh, tell me, this could be dumb. I'll give it to you though. Everybody has their kind of like, you know, their priorities or whatever What you call your 20 grind teen, Uh you know? And so obviously mine would be, this is not just this year, this is all time, but it's like family right? Being a good dad as my children are screaming in the next room as I've trapped so in So I
1: also would like to be a good dad but I'm I didn't include that, that I in 2019 that, because so I don't want to think of that as the grind. I think sure. of, I want to think of that more as the goal for which I am okay, grinding. I, okay,
0: I like that. That's a good way to put it. I, yeah, so th- so this is not,
1: not enta- but maybe you're But maybe you're right because sometimes I mean, it's to be, kind of a grind. It's a grind. You know, you work
0: hard. You work hard for I mean, Danny's in there busting her ass. Right. Making sure the kids don't come out here and fuck up this brilliant episode of <laughs> the. Podcast. Yeah. But but that's what I mean. So 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 minor it would be minor more like maybe hierarchical kind of, but it sure. would be it family and uh, family, which well, would be God first. God first, God and country God first. Country, yeah. God and country. And the God obey is, the scout uh, law. The God would be the dark lord Satan and the country <laughs> is Japan, because I never shut up about okay, it. Cool. And then uh number two would be family and friend or family, but that's friend relationships, right? Being okay. a good dad, being a good friend, being a good brother. Cool. All these things.
1: The next one would. Bring. That is one thing I love about you, Christopher, is that you seem like a good brother.
0: I try to be a good brother. I do my best. Um, it's funny. I, I could go. I would, I would go off into tangent about my brothers recently bitching at me because they've never been on the podcast, which would <laughs> make me look like a bad brother. But we're gonna have the brother episode. So yeah, brothers. I, I also am brothers, not your brother, you so I could be wrong about that. <laughs> no. all,
1: all I'm saying is that you seem. You do a really good job of seeming like a good brother from the outside.
0: Exactly, I do. I put a lot of effort into seeming like a good brother. Uh-huh. I will say that.
1: But I do recognize the possibility that you just seem <laughs> no, <no>,
0: that. No, no, <laughs> no. I'll prove it to you when the brother episode drops. Cool. I can't and wait. Plus, they'll tear me apart. It'll be funny. No, They know me even better than Danny, so yeah. you know, it'll be a, a bloodbath. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, so it goes um, <clears throat> God and Country. Uh, scout Law. Scout Law. It would go um, Family, and then it, the next one would be like, would be my, I would say like the, my art mumbo jumbo, which would be writing. So what making, making talking book,
1: what was it, the little, what were those, those little syllables that you mumbled in there? Oh, I
0: said, uh, uh, art mumbo jumbo. Cause oh. cause it sounds silly, but it's like, like if we're talking about I the see. different kind of things that makes a well-rounded human. Right. Gotcha. So if your family, you got your like, how do I have a creative outlet, which for you would be comedy for sure. me, it would be like, you know, writing and doing talking book is my creative outlet. Next one down is you, for you, it's jujitsu. For me, it's karate, you know, and I, I do karate three times a week. And that's like my physical outlet. Yeah. Right. And then after that one um, is really, those are like the main facets of like, how do I not become a psychopath as right. long as I'm doing these things? Sure. So it's kind of similar to the 2000 grind team, except for. Mine's more of a, a general broad this is Chris Hartrum. Sure. And yours is like this is this year's. Because those shit. things
1: didn't they didn't start, change. They didn't from change from last They've year. They've
0: always been that. But uh, last year, or rather at the end of last year, I did start writing those things down and like being very intentional about how I'm spending my time. That's good. And like if this is these are the things I care about the most in order, my relationships, you know, are fucking being, you know better as a physical person with karate or whatever you know i don't i, don't, I, don't, okay. I want to just say exercising because it's slightly different okay i mean you know you do jujitsu now but uh
1: but basically i just do jujitsu for
0: exercise but you all okay so far but you are new to the game that's true so far when i was in high school and i started karate i thought the same thing but it's not the same as going to the gym. This is episode two though. That's episode two. I want to talk because I want Zach to be here for that episode. I know. He could, he's in Denver right now.
1: Yeah. I, I saw him at Liberty earlier okay, this week cool. and he said he wasn't going to be
0: here. But anyway, so that parallel of like your 2019 and my 2019, I, I don't know yet. I can't tell you. I'm behind. I'm a little behind. Right. In terms of like, this is what I'm doing this year. I know that I'm trying to go back to grad school Oh, and, that's and I know that I want talking, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm making a bunch more stuff with talking books. You get that MFA, not the MFA. I want to do, I'm going to maybe do an MA in literature, but I don't know. I just applied to a bunch. I, I've done this three times. I apply to programs and then I'll get in and then I'm like, I'm not going.
1: Right. But cool. this time
0: I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to do it. That's cool. But I, yeah, I, I don't have any copy. So you didn't have copy for 2018. I don't have one for 2018. Did you have one for 18? I did. I said fight to survive.
1: Oh yeah. That's cool. Blood sport. Do you think you're not going to be fighting to survive anymore in 2019? Well,
0: I will be, but I mean, 2019 was literally, I mean, we were homeless for a while. 2018, I, Sorry, 2018 to, to take talking book and turn it into a nonprofit. You know, we had to move out of that house and we were like homeless for a bit, staying with parents, saving debt. Gotcha. It was like, a, and we had a new kid. It was just like, ah, yeah, you know, so I don't know if
1: I'm, so you're not going to be doing that again.
0: I don't think I'll be fighting to survive. I'll be fighting, to, fighting to thrive, fighting to thrive. Maybe that's it. Fight to survive, fight to thrive. Um, yeah. Well, shit. You know, I will say this. I will say, I will say this, Jeff. Go ahead. I will say that my my kids are screaming uh, in the next room. What if I go in there? It's just a bloodbath. Like, Max is alive screaming. Danny and Woody are dead. He's killed them both.
1: Yeah, that Pr- would be- Probably
0: too much yoga as a young kid. Too much yoga. It's satanic. Sure. Yeah, could be. I mean, what what else, what else is there? Are you moving to France or no? You no. no, no. Why? Um, Last time we talked, you thought you thought you might.
1: Yeah, we we were thinking about. It's not, I it's think not we're part still of thinking. Of, right, yeah. I, I, we're still thinking of maybe going, so like to France or something for a while, but it would be more of maybe like a three month trip or something. Okay, that makes sense. A sabbatical. Yeah. It. One thing that we have been talking a lot about is L A.
0: Ooh, moving there? We've been talking about it. You know, on this Albert app, this is one of the last things I'm going to show you before my family kills each other and then kills me. But if you look at this stupid, um, this stupid app that my good friends at MG Road at the bar I work at, I have this like smart thing set up where it automatically saves money for goals. I don't know if you can see it from here, but it says twenty four dollars. <throat> twenty four dollars. Just started it. Just downloaded. That's the not air. very much. Not very much. Twenty four
1: dollars for the for the people just listening. His phone says twenty four dollars.
0: Okay, but this is why, <laughs> because it's automatic. I just downloaded okay. it. It's going to be twenty four million dollars in a few weeks. Cool. But what, just to tell you, like, buy house number one, number two, Tokyo sabbatical. Damn. So I'm saying, is 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 the France thing like a, you're like this sabbatical is going to happen or it's like down the road?
1: You just want to maybe do it or, um, it's it probably would happen next year if it happened right but it would be more like a long vacation or something and it would it
0: would be a part of a different yeah because how am i going to stand up
1: in france you
0: can't do stand up in france how you, am i gonna do improv in france you can't do improv in france um you'd have to learn how's French. rebecca
1: gonna, gonna teach children art in in france she
0: could teach art in france she could that'd be different yeah I think that she could teach art in French. Would France. you have
1: to teach art in French?
0: Well, there's, you know, there's probably, you know, if you lived in a big city, then there'd be like international schools. There'd be like, gotcha. you know, think about, uh, the idea of you're a kid and <clears throat> you're in high school. This sexy French girl is teaching you art and she knows a little English and you're like, wow, she is sexy. Look at this.
1: <laughs> it so, just seems like you wouldn't learn very much about art. If no, she it's a, a, vis- a visual
0: medium. She speaks to you through the art. Yes. She does. She does. I've met your wife. She speaks to me through the art. Cool. That's the way we talk. All right. I didn't know she actually knew English because she's speaking to me through the art. So, <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool, right?
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: Well, Jeff, I um, I hope you come back and do this because I think and tell me what you think. Give me a very honest opinion. Oh, I will. It's a short one, first one out of the gates. But I think that we have, I think we have something here. What do you think?
1: I I've loved being here. You did? Yeah. Jeff Linton,
0: ladies and gentlemen listen to his podcast, Gold Bones.
1: Please listen to my Please, podcast. Please, God. There's
0: like God, seven people God. fucking listening to the podcast. Please and Jeff, wait for the- Or a- don't. You
1: know what? Don't.
0: Don't even actually listen. <laughs> it would actually hurt him if you
1: listened to it. Because if podcast. you listen to it, you might not like it. So. You might
0: not like it and you might be like, oh, wow, Jeff's so charming and thoughtful and articulate on Chris's podcast. I'm going to go listen to Gold Bones. Then you're like, I don't like it.
1: What him. the fuck is this <laughs> This is
0: not funny. But for the kids in Asheville, where, where can they see you do- uh,
1: Oh, you yeah. So if you want to come I do improv with Asheville Improv Collective at um, Habitat Brewing. And that's like a show that you might want to come to. If you want to just come see me do an open mic set, uh, come to the auditorium on Tuesdays or the one stop on Wednesdays. The one stop is a gas station. The one stop is a gas station. I'll <laughs> be outside. It's not an open mic. It won't outside. let me inside anymore, <laughs> but. The
0: open mic is just like a guy bumming cigarettes from people uh-huh. and you telling jokes. So yeah. That's great.
1: The one stop is at Asheville Music Hall downtown. Okay. So. All right. But don't come to those.
0: We're going to we're gonna make a new side series. It's going to be called uh, Comedy. Oh. R- writing and Comedy. Comic versus writer. Fight to survive. <laughs> 2000 Grind team. We'll, we'll work on the copy.
1: Yeah. We'll work on we it. We need to work on the I'm
0: copy. not good at improv like you, so I couldn't come up with it. Just then. It shows. We'll talk about it, though. You're going to help me. All right. Uh, Jeff, I love you very much.
1: I love you, too. Yeah,
0: thanks, buddy. Thanks. There you go. That was my chat with good buddy, sweet boy, ex-Potter, young, prolific comedian, Jeff Linton. Uh, Jeff, thanks for coming on, buddy. Always good to hear your thoughts about all that stuff. Um, Listen to his podcast, Gold Bones Improv Narrative Podcast. Subscribe to it. Listen to it. I do. It's fun. Uh, Come see Jeff do some comedy if you live in Asheville. And don't forget to go to thetalkingbook.org, which is our website. Find our silly podcast here you're listening to audiobooks that we make we record with independent publishers oh come here buddy oh you do okay let's go okay everybody i'm back uh my son just woke up because it's two in the morning and uh His hair was sticking up and he was half awake and he just wanted me to carry him into our bed. It was very cute. I don't need to tell you. I talk about the kids too much, probably. Anyway, go to talkingbook.org. That's our website. You can find audiobooks that we've made. You can find this podcast. You can see the Lit blog where we publish uh, writers reading uh, excerpts from their new books that just came out from all these great independent presses. If you like this podcast, if you like the books, if you like... Uh, my children uh, or their future. Uh, you can, you can, uh, you can go to Patreon.com/talkingbook and join it. We'll send you art. We'll send you books. Send you love. Lots of great stuff. But um, yeah. Thanks, thanks so much, everybody. I hope 2019 is going well. We all need goals, as Jeff Linton taught us. We all need goals. Twenty grind teen. That's the theme. I think not just for Jeff, but for all of us. Twenty grind teen. I get to think about my own. I mean. What, I mean, what even, what even is it? See, we can all say it's trendy to say, oh, resolutions are step bad. But at the same time, definitely, definitely try to, you know, try to make some goals. Stick with the measurable goals. Anyway, what the fuck do I know? Have a great night. Um, Farewell, everybody. Have a nice time. Uh, Chris Hartram, Talking Book.
1: Like a bishop who has forsaken sympathy Chasing sister squares I was lit before I knew Like an angel who has forsaken certainty,
0: sleeping in the
1: square. I was lit before I knew the storm was past. Oh well.